Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime. Are you looking for ways you can engage with your kids after listening to our podcast? We've got you covered. Join our free listener community for Dork Tales Plus, a portal for cool conversation starters, activity guides, themed playlists, and more. Look in the show notes or to johnincharacter.com slash portal to sign up. That's J-O-N-I-N-C-H-A-R-A-C-T-E-R dot com slash portal. And open the doors to the magic of storytelling by signing up today. Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Stories. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Francois Ferret. I am a resident of the Folktale Forest and a distinguished neighbor to Jonathan and Mr. Reginald. I am also a connoisseur of the classics and your host for this episode of Masterpiece Stories. Perhaps you've heard of a certain race between a smart but slow-moving tortoise and a quick-on-their-feet hare. Yes? Did you know that the original tortoise and the hare story is by an individual named Aesop? No? Aesop was a Greek fabulist and storyteller, credited with a number of tales now collectively known as Aesop's fables, many of which have been reimagined from their original versions throughout the years. Today, we're going to take you on an exciting literary journey, from the classic to the contemporary, alongside our friends Alexa, Bristol, and Charlotte, creators of the magnificent ABC Story Sisters podcast. The Story Sisters will start us off with their recitation of Aesop's Tortoise and the Hare, followed by a contemporary version, one with a geekish twist. Alexa? Bristol, Charlotte, please whisk us away to classic Fableland. Welcome to ABC Story Sisters, a storytime podcast for kids and kids at heart. I'm your host, Alexa, here with my sisters, Bristol and Charlotte. Say hi, girls. Hi. This week we have a special back to school story. Back to school? But Alexa, it feels like summer just started. I know, but it's been almost three months of swimming, playing with friends, sister movie nights, and eating ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I guess time does fly when you're having fun. Speaking of time flying, can you believe you're going to be a big second grader this year? And you're going to be in middle school. Aren't you scared? Nah, I'm excited. Are you scared? A little. Second grade seems like it's going to be harder than first grade. Well, maybe today's special story will help you feel better. It's about two very different animals who decide to run a race. Are you ready to get started, girls? Yes! The tortoise and the hare. An Aesop fable. A hare was teasing a tortoise one day for being so slow. Time out. 
Hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby B? What's a tortoise? Good question. A tortoise is a lot like a turtle, except tortoises spend most of their time on land, and turtles spend most of their time in water. And what's a hare? Ooh, I know this one. We learned about hares in Alice in Wonderland when Alice went to the March Hare's Garden. A hare is like a rabbit. It has longer ears and longer legs. That's right, Charlotte. Way to go! Now, which animal do you think is faster, Bristol? The tortoise or the hare? The hare. Let's get back to the story and find out. Do you ever get anywhere? The hare asked the tortoise in a mocking laugh. Yes, replied the tortoise. And I get there sooner than you think. I'll run a race and prove it. <laughs> the hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with a tortoise, but for the fun of it, he agreed. So a fox, who agreed to act as a judge, marked the distance and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight, and to make the tortoise feel very deeply how ridiculous it was for him to try and run a race with the hare, he lay down beside the path to take a nap until the tortoise could catch up. The tortoise, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily, and after a time, passed the place where the hare was sleeping. The hare slept on very peacefully, and when he at last did wake up, the tortoise was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftest, but could not overtake the tortoise in time. And the winner is the tortoise. The moral of the story is. Slow and steady wins the race. Time out. What's a moral, Alexa? That's a great question, Squirt. A moral is just a lesson that you can learn from a story. In the story, the moral is slow and steady wins the race. That just means you don't have to be the biggest or the strongest or the fastest or the smartest. Do your best and run the race in your own way. And remember, it's not how you start the race; it's how you finish. That's a great moral to think about for back to school. And I learned another lesson from the story, Alexa. What's that? It's not nice to pick on someone for being different. That's exactly right, Charlotte. How are you feeling about starting second grade now? I'm still a little nervous, but I'm ready to run the race. Say, <laughs> magnifique, story sisters! Ah, that clever old tortoise has done it again. <laughs> A thank you to the ABC Story Sisters for that masterful rendition of the Tortoise and the Hare. Now we're going to join Dork Tales Storytime hosts Jonathan Cormer and Reginald T. Hedgehog for their version of events. You'll certainly recognize moments from Aesop's storied race, but you're sure to catch a new twist or two in the tale. Now, ready? Sit slow. John and Character presents Dork Tales: Storytelling with a Geekish Twist. Jonathan, yes, Reg. Are you a fast person? Well, I can talk really fast, but 
When it comes to running, uh, I would call myself a happy slowpoke. Hmm. It's interesting because the other day my friend remarked, "Reg, you're so quick," and I thought to myself, "Is my good pal lying to my face?" Oh, as compared to other animals, I happen to run quite slowly. <laughs> Reg, when someone says you're quick, sometimes they mean that you think fast, and you're funny. Oh, what a lovely remark! I was complimented and didn't even know it. <laughs> Indeed, you were. I'm relieved, but I dare say, even though I've never finished a foot race, my athletic prowess still gets compliments around the hedgehog hangouts. Well, you have excellent、uh, hedgehog running skills, Reg. And your mention of a race reminds me of today's story. Ooh, I live for smooth transition. And I enjoy steering the conversation away from complimenting you. We all win. Ah,、uh, ah,、uh, bravo! Today's story is about a race between a swift hare and a very slow tortoise. Hmm. What? Oh, it's nothing. I'm just worried. It's another one of those misunderstandings, like, uh, like quick. Okay. What part has you worried?、A、tortoise. Just tortoise. Well, in hedgehog circles, we use the term tortoise to describe a very rich turtle. Really. Okay, so this turtle was rich, with pearls and a jewel-covered shell, or bedazzled roller skates. Uh, nope. Though that last one might have helped. A、uh, tortoise was just a tortoise, rich in family, friends, and experiences. Well, I suppose that passes muster. Anyway, one day, tortoise was in the city square and saw a crowd of animals gathering around a hare, who was boasting and bragging. I'm the speediest of the land. Never been beaten. Never gonna be. That's my motto. Just you watch. Uh oh. What? It's that tricky word thing again. I don't believe I'm thinking about the same thing of which you speak. A hair, yes. Like fluff? Well, I suppose so. The stuff on your head. Oh no, not hair. H a i r. In this story, it's hair. H a r e. Like a rabbit. Hair? Well, why stop there? Oh, don't start. How about a bear or a mare in a lair over there with some flair on a chair? Okay, now you're just rhyming. How do you like my timing? Ah, anyways, tortoise didn't care about the bragging hare. Ooh, good rhyme time, chap. Dow Reg, back to the story. Hare was going on and on to everyone about speed and skill, and tortoise was unimpressed. It is pretty rude, if you ask me. That's what tortoise thought too. Did the tortoise clutch a strand of pearls and let out a heavy sigh? Ah,、uh, no pearls. Remember, Reg. Tortoise was rich, but in family, friends, and experiences. Oh yes. Oh yes. Right. And also rich in integrity and good judgment. So tortoise challenged the braggadocious hare to a race. In front of everyone, yes, and of course, 
Hare accepted the challenge in the most gracious fashion a hare can muster. <laughs> you? With those little stubby legs and your heavy shell? I could dance around you all day and still win the race. But Tortoise had a retort ready. <sighs> Boast away, but you'll be defeated. <gasps> Tortoise's courage shook the town square. Fox immediately volunteered to be the referee. Chipmunk spit out all the acorns in his cheeks. It can't be possible! Even two hummingbirds zipped through the square, exclaiming, We gotta see this! We gotta see this! Hmm, it sounds like this race was shaping up to be a big deal. When Tortoise and Hare arrived at the start of the path through the woods, the entire forest floor had come to witness the spectacle. Everyone knew it would be impossible for Tortoise to win, but they were there to cheer anyway. That's the spirit. There were quite a few spectators who wanted to see Hare humiliate Tortoise too. Not very sporting. Not at all. And as the two creatures approached the starting line, they made intense, prolonged eye contact. You know the kind. Who, yes, just the sort of fierce connection two animals in competition make. Their eyes wide, locked in, and emblazoned. Exactly. And Fox tied together two young branches into a starter and announced... Runners, take your mark. Tortoise and Hare crouched next to each other at the starting line. And Fox said, Get set. Tortoise leaned forward just enough as to not topple over as Hare raised their haunches. Both were ready to take off. Then Fox released the branches with a loud crack and shouted, Go! Hare took off, kicking up a large cloud of dust. When it had settled, Hare was very far down the track, invisible to the spectators. But Tortoise was still only a few feet from the starting line. Ugh, Tortoise wasn't moving very fast. Slow as a turtle. Does Tortoise ever move faster than Hare? There's no magic twist or trick hidden in the shell or anything? No trickery for Tortoise. The turtle was rich in his family, friends, experiences, integrity, and judgment, we know. Uh, you, you, you listened? I guess at that moment, yes, I did. Oh, well, thank you, Reg. <laughs> uh, so, Tortoise was moving at a, uh, let's say, a very gentle pace, eating the dust of a much speedier hare and was ridiculed by some of the spectators. Some were saying things like, Give up! You're not built to beat the hare! But a few kinder understanding ones loudly cheered, Keep going, tortoise, and don't give up! Ooh, I like those friends! Yeah, they're the best. And what's more, tortoise's steps were confident, knowing victory was in sight over the blowhard hare. Tortoise just repeated over and over, uh, You got this. You can and you will. Just one step at a time.
Why do kids bully other kids? Why does my friend lie to me? What do you do if your friends say you're bossy? How can I make a best friend? Friendships can be complicated. I'm psychologist and author Dr. Eileen Kennedy Moore, host of the Kids Ask Dr. Friendtastic podcast. Each weekly five-minute episode features a question from a kid about friendship, plus a practical and thought-provoking answer. Tune in to learn how you can build strong and caring friendships. Kids Ask Dr. Friendtastic is available wherever you get podcasts. What a nice mantra. Yeah, I think we all could talk to ourselves a little more positively. That's true. I wish I had Tortoise's mantra going through my head. Sometimes I feel convinced that I'm actually too smart and too stunning to have any friends who will tell me the truth, even if it'll hurt. Well, Reg, I tell you when you're wrong all the time. Yes, but I guess I consider you more of a tight personal co-worker, not really a friend. Ouch. Okay, fine, you're right. You're like my best friend. And I tell it like it is. You do call me out when I run my mouth and need to hear some uh, hard facts. Like the fact that there's still a foot race going on. Oh, yes, the foot race! Uh, Where were we? Well, we got sidetracked after Hare had run far ahead, leaving Tortoise close to the starting line. Uh, let's jump forward to, uh, when the two were a little further along the race course. Hare had just zipped over a few hills, then paused to turn back and check on the competitor. Hmm, to gloat, no doubt. You got it. Hare noticed Tortoise was only beginning to climb the first of quite a few hills. Chuckling, Hare muttered, <laughs> At that pace, I'll beat Tortoise twice. Hare was quite confident. So confident, in fact, that upon noticing a lovely patch of fluffy grass by the side of their race path, Hare decided to take a nap. During the race? That's right. Next to the track, Hare laid in the soft grass and dozed off, confident nothing important would happen because Tortoise was so slow. And that's when Tortoise pulled out the roller skates hidden in their shell. Reg, no roller skates. Tortoise was doing it the old-fashioned way. Tortoise really wasn't secretly quick. Just mentally quick, like you. Oh, you know what I mean. Tortoise just trudged slowly over those hills. Exactly. Doing the hard work while Hare was slumbering away. Ah, you're catching on now. While Hare slept, Tortoise was moving forward, slow and steady. Pretty soon, Tortoise passed the Hare. I say, Hare didn't wake up. Why would Hare wake up being so very confident and losing all sight of any threat in the competition? Hare was good at running and hopping, but clearly had no idea about sticking with a task and following it through to completion. Uh, 
the snores coming from the side of the racetrack confirmed that. Jonathan, promise me you'll never let my ego get that big. I don't want to make promises I can't keep, Reg. Hey, truly? I'm kidding, Reg. You're a great friend, and I'll warn you if you start, well, veering off the path. Thanks, mate. Now back to the story. Okay, so after passing the slumbering hare, our friend Tortoise got a second wind, sliding down the other side of those steep hills. The hummingbirds dived by overhead, cheering and exclaiming, Keep going! Keep going! Hare's still sleeping! Hare's still sleeping! They cheered in unison as they kept Tortoise updated on Hare's extreme snoo session. Tortoise continued moving forward. The finish line was now in sight over one final hill. Chipmunk ran alongside the racetrack, a mouth full of acorns, shouting, I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Tortoise. You're doing it right. Tortoise grinned, knowing the plan was working. As Tortoise reached the crest of the final hill before the finish line, everyone in the forest heard a yowl from behind. Yowl! What? The tortoise is where? Hare clearly had woken up on the wrong side of the grassy patch. Oh, this'll be rich. Actually rich? Uh, not like a tortoise, no. Rich meaning, oh, that's a laugh. <laughs> ah, I see. Well, Hare did not find the situation very funny. The creature sprang up, scrambled down the path, and desperately tried to catch up to Tortoise, who only paid attention to the following path. Tortoise will never give up and never surrender. Way to go! You would have fit in with the rest of the animals, Reg. By Grabthar's hammer, by the sons of Warven, they were jumping up and down, shouting excitedly for the entire... Five minutes it took Tortoise to walk the final foot to the finish line, and with Hare's protests echoing faintly behind, everyone cheered and paw-bumped over Tortoise's victory. As they all should. I hope the doubters felt very ashamed. But the story isn't about Hare or Tortoise's doubters. It's about the tortoise's confidence and belief that slow and steady wins the race. Oh, I've heard that phrase before. I never knew this was where it came from. Yep. And when Hare finally caught up to tortoise, huffing and puffing across the finish line, I bet Hare was sweating from shame. Certainly. But the other animals didn't worry too much about the loss. They were too busy celebrating with a proud tortoise. Oh, I like that. This story has a few morals. Persistence wins the race. Focus on your own journey. Take it one step at a time. Your path is your own. Ah, so many rich life lessons. No trickery, Reg? No. Just rich in truth. You know, like a tortoise, who's rich in family... Friends, experiences, integrity, and judgment. Truly rich. Hey, this is a pretty fast story, right, Reg? Not too quick, just the right pace. The end. Oh, I'm glad we crossed the finish line together, Jonathan. Not a race, 
just following the story through to its final conclusion. Me too, Reg. Me too. We hope you enjoyed your journey from the classic to the contemporary. Whether you're settling into Aesop's fable or enjoying a retelling, there's so much to discover in all of the stories from ABC Story Sisters and Dork Tales Storytime. I, for one, am always thrilled to see what old and new favorites they'll bring us next. This has been Masterpiece Stories with your host, Francois Ferret. Au revoir for now, storytellers. Au revoir. The Masterpiece Stories intro was written by Molly Murphy and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Ready, Set, Slow was written by Amy Thompson, edited by Molly Murphy, and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studio Recordings. Special thanks to ABC Story Sisters, Alexa, Bristol, and Charlotte, and their podcast team for providing the classic version of Tortoise in the Hare. You can find more of their work wherever you listen to podcasts, or on their website, abcstorysisters.com. Discover more of our tales at dorktalesstorytime.com. You'll find links in the show notes.